Good morning, Rabbi Isai. Sarbatavis. Friday at Sarbatavis. I think the last time that we had it was seven years. I don't even remember it. I'll tell you the truth. I don't remember. I heard it was, it was 14 years ago. I, I heard seven. But the point is, it feels like 14, maybe even 40. The Elam should have a very meaningful fast. Today is a very big yard site. We're very familiar with Kalman from the Five Towns' father. Rabbi Nachem Mendel, Rabbi Simcha Olav Asholem. The regular yard site is Oh, I think it's supposed to be a yud over here. Anybody have a pen? But you could see that it was supposed to. There was a Rosh Tevis there. Yud Alav Tevis, Tov Shem Pei, Tehidish Mosli Tzur B'Tzorah Chaim. Real quickly here. We all know the story that his father was in the Holocaust and his finger got chopped off by a machine and the Nazi told him to go weiter. Um, he prefers that his legacy be more known for Torah. Here, let's do this. Right over here. Beautiful. Shkoyach. That's also famous, Maisa, that till the last day of his life, he read Gemara Balpeh, which he learned when he was a kid. All right. He's a Ger Chassid. All right. In his father's chus, all his grandchildren should be in Torah Yidin. And they sent me some pictures, which I forgot to print. My apologies. All right. Real quickly, I owe this person a big Akar Satoiv. This is Mordechai Zapaznik, who's the official artist of the Ora Merkaz newsletter. Ora Merkaz newsletter. Um, so he sent in a bunch of emails, but this one he just wrote. Thank you for the great eight-step chart and daf. Lamed Gimel uh, really helped me understand the daf with the Geshmak. Mordechai. Uh, I'll get his other emails. And this is from his boss, Yitzhi Hershkowitz. The chart with the six steps on daf 31 really saved me. We appreciate the hard work you put into it. I think you still deserve to have a Geshmak, a pancake from Yitzhi's. He's the famous Yitzhi's pancake. If you live in New York, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a bottle that you pour. It's already made your Talmidim, Yitzchok Hershkovitz and Mordechai Zapaznik. Um, this is from Chaim Weissman in Lakewood. First of all, my father's very careful to say about his mother, Mora Esther, not plain Esther. Maybe you should mention your mother, Askarov. Also, this is the third email. But kids are saying that there's a safer there in Oitzar Chachma. It's called Imirasi. Ah, yeah, Mirasi is right. You're right. You're right. I do say Moras. I say Mirasi. Same thing. It has a lot of pictures. I would love to use it. The only Shaila is maybe Reb Chaim Weissman from Lakewood can get me Rishos to use the pictures. If I have Rishos, then I use it. This is from Gedalia Miller from Kesher Nafshi. It's almost a year since I got hooked on learning this year with MDY. It started out with eight minutes. The most exciting thing for me was when I realized I actually remember the Shaka Vitaire of the Gemara. Once I realized I can join the afternoon cheer, I was hooked. Although I try to stay anonymous, I'm enjoying it immensely. So he's not a real Talmud. Anonymous people are not Talmudim. May Hashem bless you and yours and the entire MDY family. Health, wealth, prosperity, and Simcha Sachayim. Amen. 
to be able to continue only shir nachas and simchas, the shir should be a schus for all members, to be protected as schus to stay healthy. I will, Be'ezrus Hashem, donate 500 MDY masks. They were ordered already. The schus is spreading Torah. Uh, for the schus of spreading the word of keshranafshi.org. I didn't even speak to anybody about this. I'm just reading this. For parents with kids at risk. Okay, Gedalia Miller, Keshranafshi. Do we have, yeah, we have a minute. By the way, a very good friend of mine came to my house yesterday uh, for a few minutes, and he said, unfortunately, he, he started listening to the shir. That's what he said. He was finally convinced, unfortunately. But here's the trick. So I want to repeat, since he didn't know this, so I'm sure there's other people that don't know this. On YouTube, you could skip in a millisecond. Yosef Biliak does a wonderful job of showing you where the emails finish and where the shear begins, where the Ahmed Bey starts. So you could do the whole thing. And he didn't even realize you could play it on one and a half speed. So you could do the entire shear in less than 30 minutes. Chaval al-Zman. So in case there's somebody else that doesn't know that, you could do that at least on YouTube. I don't know about the app. The app probably doesn't have that feature that you could just jump from place to place. But it's still better to use the app because Leon Welcher made the app. Wow. Hello, Rebelli. Just earlier, I got a phone call from Yisrael Goldstein. He's in Stanford. So I was always very excited that these people from the Shir are meeting other people they don't know. It turns out it's only one guy. It's Yisrael Goldstein. He goes from city to city. He's in Stanford Hill for a simcha. I went over to meet him. And as you always say, we're talking like, old, like any old friend would. Yisrael, of course, took a picture. I believe he sent it to you. I didn't see it yet. Da -da -da -da. Simcha Lichter, Stanford Hill, England. All right. Boy, here we go. Ah, Harry Shalom and Hilary Kamiansky. Correct, correct. I'm kidding. I'm, you know I'm kidding. Ellie Dykeman, eh, whatever. Wow. My mouth is dry. Baruch Atad, Inoi, Eliheinu, Melech, Ha'ilom. Boy, my name Ah, Anybody want some? I was waiting for you to do Gufa! Okay, so we're smacking him of a sugya. Daf Lamed Gimel Amid Beis. Maizah Shaya, the nuclear button. Nachman Seltzer in his new book, his new story is that Donald Trump has the red nuclear button on his desk, and he pushed the button, and people get all nervous. But a waiter would walk in with a diet coke and a burger. All right, Gufa. We're holding seven lines from the bottom of Yilam Gimel and Beis. So we just discussed, are we concerned of a takala, not a takala? We saw somewhat of a machloikis between Abay and Rava. When it comes to a piece of bread, you could use it, the coin could use it, truma bread, he could use it as fuel. Why, why aren't we scared that he's going to take a bite out of the bread? So Rava says, he took the bread and he threw it between the, the wood. Ben him. And therefore it became most disgusting. He's not going to eat from it. Oil, the same thing. He poured it in some sort of vessel that's disgusting. He's not going to. He's not going to drink it. He'll light it. Gufa. Madlikim I'm not kidding. I made a chart. I started at least. It's like a 20-step chart of the sugya. This is the last, more of the difficult sugya. Then we have literally. But the truth is, after I realized, it's not really 18 steps. The Gemara, all the way, all the way at the end of Lamedalim on the base, brings. The sugi that we had the other day of Rabbi Yechanan was squeezing grapes. Is it Mifkat pocket? Not Mifkat, but it's not really connected to anything else. We're just going to go through a bunch of small sugis. Very easy sugis, actually. In my, the first time I learned it, I thought it's like they're all connected all the way to the end until my chavrusa set me right that 
they're broken up. Yeah, they're somewhat fine. Gufa. I was going to come up with this chart. Like six feet tall, 18 steps. No, that's not what's happening. They're not really steps. They're like one thing at a time, sugiv and a sugiv. Gufa. Madlikin bepasu b'shemen shel truma shenitmes. So you could use bread and oil of truma that became tome. You make, you use it for, for fuel. Abayo Omar Mishmeh Dechizkiyo, Verova Omar Devei Rabbi Yitzchok Bar Marta Merav Huno. Both Abayo and Rav who argued a minute ago, they say it in names of different people. At least they have one argument, who said it, but they're saying the same thing basically. Lo Yishanu Elopas. This halacha that I could take bread and make it disgusting, that's with bread. But where does bread come from? It comes from wheat. Wheat doesn't have this halacha. Avachiti loy. How are you going to make wheat disgusting? I mean, it's, it's a tough product. It's not going to become disgusting. Rabbi Yochanan argues with Rav Huna. Rav says, no. Even wheat is not a problem. You're not going to come to a takala. You're not going to use it. Why? Why? Oh. It's different. It's cooked, and therefore, and he threw it into a place where it's disgusting. Now it's nice and soft, and it's disgustingable. So he made it disgusting, and that's it. Now it's awesome. So Ravashi, as we're going to see in a second, where he says it, he comes up with this idea that you can make something disgusting by cooking it and then making it disgusting. Chitim, that is. Wheat, kernels, so too, in our sugya, Rabbi Yochanan says, I make it disgusting, and therefore, I'm not concerned that you're going to use it, you're going to eat it, it's already disgusting. And what does Rav Huna hold? He says, Rashi, Rav Huna holds, I'm concerned, I'm still concerned. Why are you concerned? But it's disgusting. I'm concerned that a moment before you make it disgusting, you're going to see a bunch of nice kernels, you're going to pop them in your mouth. Where do you see this? He said, Oh, so when I read this word, I said, Ooh, what a coincidence. We just learned Abashol yesterday. Abashol is of the opinion that in order to be Chayavan Truma, all you have to do is eat a pruta's worth, not a kezayis. And here he is. Here's Abashol. But then back in the Masifta, he brings that Abashol is a very common name. And even, it's, it's even possible this Abashol is just the Amaretz. Not, not, not a chash not a of a person. Abashol, Gabal Shobes Rebbe Hoya. He was in charge, this Abashol was in charge in the house of Rebbe, the Nasi, the, the, the Mechaber of the Mishnah, who was very wealthy. So he had a special guy in charge of the bread. Vahoyo, Mechamim Loi Chamin, Bechidin Shal Truma. Tmeo. So Rebbe, who was not a Kayan, would purchase. From the Kayhanim, you'd purchase their, their Tomei wheat truma. So the Kayhanim had a lot of wheat, a lot of Tomei stuff. And what are they going to do with it? So he purchased it for very cheap. So now he had cheap fuel. Rebbe was careful that everything in his house should be done with Tahara. And therefore, he used this these chitim, and he wasn't concerned that the Tomei chitim will create a problem with his dough that it was supposed to be tar. Why? Why? It's Tomei. The answer is it's not Tomei anymore. Because once you designate the wheat to be fuel, then it's not food anymore. 
and the tumah dissipates, disappears. So he wasn't concerned. But maybe, what do you mean? He designated as fuel. But the guy's going to see a whole nice pile of beautiful grain, and he's going to eat them. So there comes Ravashi with his chiddush. Yes, right before they used it as fuel, they, they boiled it up. It became maos, designated as fuel. So it doesn't have, doesn't have tum anymore. It's not food anymore. I'm not concerned about anything. Abaye bar oven, beautiful story, Rabbi This is an Eruvin story. Abaye bar oven, Chanino bar oven, Tonu Trumas Bey Rabbo. What do you have? Yeah, what did I say? Chanino. Abaye bar oven, Chananyo bar oven, Tonu Trumas Bey Rabbo. So this seems like these were brothers. I don't know, maybe. So they were sitting in the base medrash of Rabbo, the Gala Adar, learning Mesechtis Trumas. Pagabahu. Rava bar Masna, Rava comes along. Omar lehu, mayam ritu betruma is the beimar. You're learning by the Galad Dar, mistami, you have unbelievable chidushin. So this reminds me of Amaisa. There was a guy that was very yeshivish, and all he learned was lamdas. All he learned all day, lamdas, lamdas, lamdas. This tire, that tire. He never learned like lamaisa. So, which... I'm going to go on a thing here. I don't know if they have it. I couldn't believe it. My, my uh, nephew learns in this room right after we've, we finished the, the yeshiva, the yeshivatana here. Shir Gimel's in this room. And he told me that all his rebbe, not all, but most of his rebbe's tires come from Rebelli Baruch Finkel. So I learned a little bit by him when I was in the mirror. We were very, I actually sat shiva in his house. Family, friends. I couldn't believe it. This is what the new generation, he's the achroinim of the new generation. They printed a safer. This is what the Rebbe, he asked me if I could donate some of this far. I don't know if they're here. Do you see any of them? Fine. Yeah, they're here? Anyway, so this is what this guy was learning. Achroinim and, and this and right. So he comes up to Shemaim. And they say, Nu, what, what do you got? You know any Chumash? No. Navi? No. Halacha? No. Gemara? No. So what do you know? He says, any shtikle tire you tell me, I'll slug it up. That's what I know. All right. So, Amrulay. So he tells them. They, he tells them. You learning by Rabbah, Tell me a good, a good vart. So they tell him. Well, my kashiloch. No, you, you tell us a good question, and we, we're going to slug it up. Which wasn't a good idea. Tnan. So okay, fine. You don't have anything good to tell me. I'm going to tell you. It says in the Mishnah. This is an amazing halacha. If you have a piece of truma. You have something that's a food that became tummy, ushtalan. So now there's two things that we could be discussing. We could be discussing a seed that became tummy. What happens to something that you put into the ground? Rabbi Isai, think about it for a second. Truma. It's 100% truma. Put it in the ground. You want something to grow out of it. What happens? Says the Gemara, says the Mishnah. The food part, it's not food anymore. You put it in the ground, so it becomes bottle from food. So therefore, they don't have the ability to be metam anymore. Vasurim melechol. Ooh. This we have to understand. You're not allowed to eat it. But wait a minute. Why can't you eat it? Once the tumma dissipates, it's no longer tumay. Why can't the kayan eat from it? He has truma that's not tummy anymore. Where did the tumma go? 
it went away. It flew away because I put it in the ground. It's not food anymore. Let's see, let's see, let's see in a second. We're getting there. So there's two things. You have a bulb that's a, that's a vegetable that could grow, and you have a seed. Oh, so they said in the name of the Rebbe, you want to hear something from the Rebbe? This is what Rebbe said. Our Rebbe, Rabbi, said that it becomes Asur for a Yisrael. Why? It remains Truma. It remains Truma. It just doesn't have Tuma anymore. But truma, yeah. Why truma, yeah? So I saw the stipler discusses it because maybe you could reenact it. So once you could reenact it, so the truma remains. Fine. But once the truma leaves, it leaves. What's the chiddush here? That gidule truma, truma? That's the big chiddush. That let's say, you, even if you plant a seed, and a seed completely, what happens when you plant a seed? It disintegrates. It becomes nothing. Something else comes out of it. So that, that, that if a seed disintegrates and it, if something comes out of it that it has the same Allah of the seed that we know already. Tanina. That we learned. So you, what, he, what are you telling me a big chiddush? That's why I need a new Mishnah in Mesech this Truma. Yidulei Truma, Truma. Anything that you plant that was Truma and whatever comes out has the Allah of Truma. Which is really Allah of the Rabbanon because Rabbanon didn't want people to take the truma and plant it, and then get, get away from giving truma. Oh, so, gidule gidulin is this right here. Rashi says, we're talking about onions. I was very disappointed when he said the, the skinny ones. Okay, I thought we're going to have gishmak a picture with good bulbs. But you guys know what this looks like. These are also onions. And people do this, they take the onion, they take the root of the onion, put it in a glass of water, put it in the ground, and it starts growing again. There are a few foods, a lot of foods. There are a bunch of vegetables, like cabbage, garlic, all sorts of vegetables that you take the actual thing, you put it in the ground, and it, it, it pops right back up. So here he takes the onion. So I just showed here, I, I think this is pshat, that when the onion grows a little bit more, that's called gidule truma. When the onion, this is for sure, this part, when the onion splits and makes new onions, that's called gidule gidulin. The growth of the growth. All right, it's called the growth of the growth. It's, it doubled up. Rashi says sometimes one onion makes four to six onions. You put in an onion into the ground. That onion is not going to disintegrate. It remains an onion. Not only that it remains an onion, new onions offshoot from it. You're telling me in a, in a situation where the bulb doesn't disintegrate, that what? That the offshoots. Now, this is a bigger chiddush. Now, you have something that grows out of it. It, it itself became, it, it, it turned into another bria, a new thing. I also know that, Allah. I don't need you to tell me a new mission in Truma. What's tevel? Food that you didn't take Truma to Maestris. However, you did do miruach. You did the gemar malacha. You you evened it out, the top. Remember, we had a big pile of grain. You even out the top. You're showing that that's it. You're done. So that invokes a chiv of truma. But you didn't take truma. So that becomes usr. You take that and throw it into the ground. What happens? If we go one plus one, we do, what if you put truma in the ground? It remains truma. What if you put tevel in the ground? It doesn't remain tevel. Why? 
because truma was only a dirabaran. We're choishish that people are going to make tricks. We don't have the chashash by tevel, so it doesn't become tevel. That's only when it's seeds, and the seeds disintegrate, and they become something new, so it's not considered tevel. So when, I, when it comes out of the ground, I could eat it, right? We learned. When it comes to truma, if you don't do miruach hakri, so I could eat it, temporary, I could take snacks over the thing, all those love we had, a guy drinking over the wine, the chulu. But if you take a bulb of tevel and put it into the ground and it doesn't disintegrate, the bottom line is, he tells them, who is this? Rava Bar Masna, another Rava. He tells them, what Chiddush did your Rebbe say? Chiddush? That, that's already mentioned in Mishnayis? That, that's the Chiddush of this Mishnah? Who can't eat it? That a, that a, a Yisrael can't eat it? That's not a Chiddush. So they ask him, they turn around. So you're obviously asking us a question. You want to see what Rav says. What did you hear? I heard from Rav Sheshesh. So again, we have a situation of somebody that took truma, that's tome and planted it. What's the halacha? You could eat it. It's not tummy. It doesn't have the ability to make tumah, but you're not allowed to eat it. Who can't eat it? Rabbi tried to say it's Yisrael. Rabbi Baramasna slugs him up. It can't be Yisrael. That's Mefurush Mishnayis. Forget. So what is it? It's a tremendous chiddush, says Rav Sheshis, that even a kayan cannot eat it. But it's not, it's not tummy anymore. And what's the problem? It's truma. So why can't he eat it? Oh. Hoyel v'ifsidulu behesachadas. There's a new thing called Hesachadas. Familiar chart. Mishmeres means you need to guard it, safeguard it, make sure that it never becomes tummy. The minute, the moment that you have Hesachadas, you forget about it, that's it. You can't eat it from it anymore. Now, listen to this amazing sugi that we're going to have. What happens when you have Hesachadas? So, you know, there's a, a machlaikis. Why do we wash Negevaser in the morning? Is it because you might have forgotten and might have touched a Maka Mechusa? Or maybe there's a tumor that comes down, right? But let's say I have a video camera that shows me that you didn't touch a Maka Mechusa. Your hands were like this the entire night. So according to that Manda Amar that says that maybe you touched the Maka Mechusa, you don't have to wash your hands, right? What about here? Is it because I don't know whether or not I didn't watch it? So maybe somebody that was telling me came along and touched it. Or maybe much deeper. Maybe since there was a Hezekadas, it became inherently puzzle. There's a psal called Hezekadas. It sounds like a Yeshiva Shiloh, right? Like a, like a Chakira. No. There's a Rebiyoychan or a It becomes mamish, a psal by itself, even if I know for a fact that nobody ever came in there. It was locked away in a safe. Not a safe is already Shomer. But it was in an open place. And later on I found out through satellites, whatever, nobody came. Hesachadas. You had Hesachadas, you ruined this truma. Says the Gemara, It's a gavra mamish, gavra. If there's a psul in the actual thing, just because you weren't paying good attention, not because it became tame, nothing to do with tuma. You were Messiah Das, you made this puzzle. There's a list of tumas, there's a list of psulim, tame, pigol, not in truma, 
Hesachadas. That's one of the things. So everything makes sense. If the whole problem is that maybe somebody that came that was Tomei touched it, why is that a problem? Even if I know 100% that somebody came and touched it, what happens when you put it in the ground? The tumma disappears. So it's only a suffix if somebody touched it. You put it in the ground, it should go away. But if the pshat is not that I'm concerned that it's tummy, but it's you didn't do what the Torah said. The Torah says, Mishmeres, you didn't watch it, poof, it becomes puzzle. So even if you put it in the ground, the psul remains. I'm just concerned that maybe somebody that had tummy hands, whatever, somebody's tummy touched it, and it made a puzzle. If I, and therefore what? Big nafkamina. What if Eliyah Novi comes, Baruch HaKadosh, and tells you, nobody ever touched it. Rabbi Yochan say, it's 100% kosher. Rabbi Shem Melokish Omar, Psul HaGufavi. Why I don't even know why the Achreinim have to talk about this. It's so poshet. Eliyahu is not telling you halacha, Torah is telling you a fact. I saw on the video camera that nobody ever, ever touched it. He's just telling you a metzias, and therefore, it's tar. Not halacha, a fact. Reb Shem ben Lakish Aymer, Psula Guvavi. Shem Yavay Eliyahu v'yitarenu y'chemelei. Eliyahu has nothing to do with this. Even if Eliyahu promises us that nobody ever touched it, it's still puzzle. Not tummy, puzzle. Because it's an inherent problem. And comes Rabbi Yochan and asks Rabbi Shlokish two questions. You see how this is compartmental. It's, it's, it's separate sugis. Each sugis is a sugis. You don't have to remember one to the other to get to the end. That the fact that the Gemara all the way at the end brings Rabbi Yochan about stepping on, 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 on grapes has nothing to do with anything. When we were learning this in Zvachim and Chulin, we learned that the, the Kevesh, the ramp going up to the Mizbech, there was a gap between the ramp and the Mizbech. But that's not what's going on here. Down here in the corner, right in this corner, in the southern western, southwest corner, corner, right here. This is where they used to do the chata soif. Take the oif, and if something happened to the bird, it's puzzle, so there's a little indentation in the ground, they would throw the bird in there, says the Gemara. Anytime there's a psul. What's a psul? Now, what's going on here? Betuubar tsurosan, the tsura, how do you say tsura in English? The shape, the what? The form, the form will become ruined. In other words, you're going to leave it overnight. Once it's left overnight, now you can burn it. Now think about it for a second. If v'yoytzim lebeis hasreifa, then you could burn it. But if there was something wrong, inherently wrong with the bird, Let's say the kind thought in his mind, as you're shuffling it, he's going to eat it after five days. Pigle. So you take the bird and you burn it right then and there. Why do you have to put it in a hole and wait overnight? Because there's something that happened there that we don't know. We're, we, we can't burn it right now. So what happened? So it says the Riyachan, beautiful. Perhaps it's this case right over here. A person was Messiah Das, and it's only a suffix. It's the suffix that Aliyah and Avi could come and be pushed the suffix. He could tell you, 
It was Tame, it's not Tame, we don't know. We have to wait for Eliyahu Navi to come. So until Eliyahu Navi comes, put it in a hole, wait overnight, then burn it. But according to Rabbi Shlakish, what is the case? Tell me, what, what, tell me a case. I want to hear what the case is. 100% Tame, excuse me, 100% Tame, burn it. Pigul, burn. Noisar, burn. So what is the case? I have a beautiful case. He's Messiah Das, and that's a Suffolk. Okay. But according to you, it's not a suffix. It's mamish, it's like in the list. Pigul, noiser, tomei, hezachadas. Burn it right now. Because it's still a suffix. But if you're telling me that's a psulagov, why do I need a wait overnight? But nan, we learned in a, in a mm, let's see, I didn't, forgot to look at it, but Tanya, if you have an inherent psal, burn it right away. But if the psal is in the blood, let's say the blood spilled on the floor, they became Tomei. So if the psal is in the, in the goof of, the, of the, the carbon, like I hold, like you hold, sorry, like you, Rishlakish, hold, that it's Goof, that's an inherent psal, burn it right away. We just turned to the Aflamidalim, the base, we're holding four lines down. No, that whole list that I, you gave me, you still need to wait a whole day, you have to wait overnight in order to burn it. How are you? I'm just stopping here for a second. Yitzi Spiro, it's great to see you. Shalom Aleichem. And Yishverzan, Nachman. Big Chiddush. No, it's not Chiddush. Every single day. Shalom Aleichem. How are you, Tzadik? Yossi Shloss, I was, I was thinking about you. I didn't see you. I did, were you on yesterday? Because I didn't see you yesterday. Now, is always already 12 and a couple days. Fine. Alan Listhouse. Ah! Dr. Alan Listhouse. Yevaldik, Dr. Alan Listhouse is working on a video for us for Nexium. He started a month ago. Zokta Gemara, Eisvei, Nitma. So remember this word, Nitma. What does Nitma mean? Became Tomei. That's one of the things on the list there. Nitma became Tomei, Tomei, Tomei. Oishin nifsala basar, oishin yotzachutz laklaim. Or the, the meat itself became possible. Or... He took it out of the claim. These four walls, the Azara. We're talking about kachi kachim, like a chatos kachi kachim. You can't take out of these walls. You can't just bring it home to Yerushalayim. It has to be eaten within these walls. He took it out. What do you do with the blood? The meat. There's two parts here. You have the blood. You you gathered the blood in a kli. You have the meat. You did something wrong with the meat. Could you do Zrika? Could you continue on with the Avaida? Rebbe says, no, uh, yes, throw the blood, If he did throw it, he went against the rules and he threw it, becomes, he has a kapara. What's hurza? We know what hurza means. The kind God who wears a tzitz on his forehead, this tzitz has the ability to be mechaper, things that are Besafik. Let's say. Says the Gemara, my nifsal. What's nifsal habasar? La besachadas. Now, it can't mean pigul. 
It can't mean something serious because it's too late already. So what does the tzitz come to be to mechaper in a suffix? Tzitz cannot be mechaper pigol. Tzitz can't be mechaper anything else. So what the... Oh, so l'chayra, as Rabbi Yechanan, l'chayra, nifsal means behez chadas. So it's, it can't be pigol, not because it's too late. No, no, I didn't say too late. I said it's, 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 the tzitz is not miratza. I say too late in the beginning, fine. I took it back. I need some water here. Anytime you ask me a kasha, it's the, the right, perfect time to like, ah. Okay. Baruch Hashem, it's only, it's over what, at four o'clock? Five o'clock? My nifsa, la bezachadas. So a good idea would be, a good pshat, that he was mesichadas, he forgot. He, 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 he forgot to watch it. And therefore, it's... So, according to me, Rabbi Yochanan, So I have like a suffix, what happened to it, not happened. So, the tzitz comes and, and can give a kapara. But if it's inside the actual body of the animal, says the Gemara, so why, why would the tzitz be mechaber such a thing? It's no different than... than, than uh, then Pigel, Pigel that says it's not Maratza. So, Hesachadatz according to Rishlokesh, that says it's not Maratza. My Nifsal, Nifsal Bitful Yoim. Ah. We had a lot of fun in this sugya. This is a sugya that people are scared of. Chananya. Chanino, Chananya is Gana Koyhanim. Huh? It is Chanino. How many times have I said Chananya? Chanina's gonna koyanim. Oh, you see, it's your fault because you kept on screaming Chananya. Chanina's gonna koyanim. Tful yom. So we know that tful yom. We know mechusik means that he still has to bring a carbon. Tful yom just means he went to the mikvah and he's waiting for sundown. So he has a, a, somewhat of a kapara. Wow, big cartoon is coming up. Big cartoon. Nifsab tful yom ihachi haynu so, so you tell me what? The tzitz is, is mechaper, like a shvacha kind of tumor. Nifsal. You see the lush in here? Nifsal. Because he made a puzzle. So the tzitz is meratzah. So that's the first case that we said. So we said the word nitma. So you're giving me another case of nitma. It became Tomei through what? Through a Tvul Yom. Uh, there's another case that it became Tomei through a Sheretz. It became Tomei through, I don't know what. Through a, a Rishon Tuma, Some Ava Tuma. Yochayanu Tomei? Says the Gemara, you're right. Trey Gavna Tomei. I have no way out of this. So we're just saying two cases. Nitma. That's a case. Let's say uh, it touched a Chveis, a corpse. And then the or a Tvul Yom touched it. Two types, two types of Tuma. Says the Gemara, Kisolik, Rovin, Amorlish, Maitzik, Hamid, Rabbi Yirmiya. So Rovin, when he went to Eretz Yisrael, he tells, he said over to Rabbi Yirmiya this idea that the Gemara said of Hezchadas. The reason why a Kayim cannot eat truma that you plant in the ground is because he's Messiah Das, and it became also for him to eat it. It became possible. Vomar says, Rabbi Yirmiya, listen to this, unbelievable. I'm not even going to say it, hold on. Bavloi tipshoi. I have a cartoon. Like this. This is 
Babylonian national IQ champion. He's on a tree, cutting the branch. That's, that's the seichel of a Babylonian. No? Not, not masking. Okay. I'm not talking about the, the Tanoim here. I'm talking about a typical, the IQ champion. That's what he did. Why? Since they live down below in a dark place, you ask them something they don't know how to answer, and they make stuff up. What's planned? So everybody talks about it, and there's a lot of raid here. The Ritva says that it was a time that Kleisro was was in Golos, and they were near Daf, so the Torah was a little schwacher, but later on, they got stronger to the point that we go with the Bavli, not with the Yerushalmi, a whole, a lot of raid here. What, you don't know this? So on Sukkot, you bring water onto the Mizbeach, so you bring it before Shabbos, for Shabbos, what happens if the water became, becomes tummy? I can't bring it, I can't carry it from outside the base of Mikdash. Now, Rashi goes through this whole thing. Can't carry it from out. So what, what's my option? In, right over here, by the Kiar, there's a big giant hole in the ground and a big well, and they had a whole mechanism that they were able to do it. So yeah, I'll get some water from here. It's, it's a big schlep. So what do I do? Remember that, that riddle? What's the one food that's, that becomes tame that I could take away the tumma? Water. How? With hashaka, with kissing, putting the water, kissing it up to another source of water, the, the tumma dissipates. Hashaka. So says the Gemara, this water that became tamei, hishikon, you did hashaka of achikachikdishon, tairin. Huh? So if you did hashaka and then your magdish, the water for the nisachamayim, becomes tar. But if you jumped the boat, you, you, you jumped in and you said, then it's Kaddish. And then you did Ashaka, then you took away the Tumah Tmeim. You cannot use it for the Mizbeach. Why not? Ask the Gemara, why not? What's the difference? You, 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 you planted it. You did Ashaka, so to speak. What is the difference when you did a shaka? The point is, I made something hegdish, and you have one small problem that it's tameh. I removed the tumah. I removed the tumah after become a. What's the problem? Why can't I use it? Says the Gemara. Alma in hegdish says Rebirmio that I cannot plant hegdish. In other words. There's a special Milo when it comes to Hegdish. Yes. Theoretically, it works. I made something Hegdish, then I removed the Tumah, use it. No. Hegdish is super special to the point where you cannot do Zri afterwards. And then he takes this. It's, it sounds very interesting, but the idea is the same. And therefore, I cannot plan Truma. He might be using the same word just to play with words a little bit. Can't do a Shaka by. Water, and he calls it zriya, planting, instead of ashaka. And therefore he can't do planting by truma. The point is that if, if we're so makbid on hegdish, and we're saying, hegdish, you have, to, you have to be careful how you do hegdish. Make sure the tumma is gone, then you make it hegdish. Don't do hegdish and take away the tumma. That I'm not going to allow you to use. Why? 
Because I'm very makbir on Hegdish. I want, him, I want you to treat it very, very special. So to a truma, you're asking me, what's your question? Why can't the kayin eat it? The tumma is gone. You know why? I made a special maila in this food. You, you can't eat it. Shalom Yisrael. That's the story. Okay. Now, what happens? You have, you're taking this water and you're making it Kaddish. So we have to understand, when you make something Kaddish, two things could happen. I could take an animal from my house and give it to the Beis HaMikdash and it becomes Kaddish. But on a lower level, what is that called? Kedushas Domim. It's only monetary Kedusha. But I can go one step further. I can make it Kedushas HaGuf. I can make its entire body Kaddish if I make it a carbon. Not stam, oh, this is for the Beis Amigdash. Let the Beis Amigdash sell it, ride it, do whatever they want. No, I'm making it a carbon that becomes Kedusha the Guf. What's water? Water for the Beis Amigdash, I'm talking about water for the Mizbeach, is both. It starts off Kedusha Zdamim, and then you step it up a notch. You make it Kedusha Zaguf. How? By putting it into a Klisharis. Once I put in the Klisharis, it jumps from Damim to Guf. Ask the Gemara, Yosef Ravdimi Vikamala Allah Shmait. So Omale Abaya. Higdishan Bikli Kamar. Aval Bepe Loyovud Rabbonamaila. This chidush that you're telling me that the water of the Baysa Migdash, we made a special Maila. We're very makbid with it. But at what point are we very makbid? Once it reaches the Klisharis, it's in a golden vessel that gives the, the, the water inherent Gdusha. It's Gdusha Saguf. Oh, Kedusha Guf, Kedusha Guf, you can't, you can't be Mizazel, you can't do Kedusha Guf on its tummy. Or no, even in a case where it's Kedusha Damim, and he just said it with his mouth. In other words, Rashi says, it's in his regular Kli from his kitchen. You have water in the Kli from it. And he said, oh, I want to designate it for the base of Mikdash. So Gdush, only Kedusha Damim, very light Kedusha. Maybe then also, we also made a Maila. And we said, first you have to make it, get rid of the Tumah, only then do you make a Kaddish. I heard something very similar. Anavim, we won't sing it. Anavim shenitmu. Biyamin Schwartz and Shia Greenfield. Shalom aleichem. Wow. I wish I had more time. We only have one minute to say hello. We'll schmooze afterwards on Zoom. Jerachon v'achekach ikdishon tahirim. So. If you squeeze them, and afterwards you made them kadosh, they are tar. Why? Remember, Rabbi Yochanan holds that the juice is not part of the grape. So I don't care that the grape was tummy. So I could squeeze out the juice and then make it kadosh. It's not that it was tummy and then became kadosh. It was never tummy. Here's a good raya. The nanakli shores, it never becomes Gdushas Aguf. The wine from the Mizbeach never becomes Gdushas Peninu. You see, the Rabbanon said, first, you magdish, and only afterwards, I'm sorry, first you take out the, the first you make sure there's no Tumah, then you make it Kaddish. Omer Rabbi Yosef, Anovim Kamras, you bring me a ride from there. Hachab Anovim Shul Truma Askinon. Truma is different. The Gdushas Pedidu, Kiddushas Klidamya. That's the equivalent. When you do Gdusha with your mouth, it's equivalent, equivalent of Gdusha's Kli, which Gdusha's Aguf. Avalhani, the boy Kli, Bepe, Loyov, Rabban, and 
the grapes, they become Gdush Zaguf without the Kli. So the saying it with your mouth makes it Gdush Zaguf. Over here, that it's two steps. First, Gdush Zaguf, then Gdush Zaguf. And you need a Kli, so maybe Rabbana never said that you have to be very Makbid when you do it only with your mouth and you made a Gdush Zaguf. Maybe Rabbana said, oh, it could happen with Tuma. Now, here's the punchline. Grapes don't require a kli. They don't require a kli. They are, but they, why don't they require a kli? Shemayim, I don't know why. No, no, it's a special halacha by Nisach HaMayim. You have to put it in a, in a kli shares. There's no such halacha of, 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 uh, of Anavim. Jerachon, ve'afilu tuva. It seems like, it doesn't, it doesn't mention as Bryce how much could you, could you squeeze. You could squeeze five kibetzim. So finally, we come around to the sugi of the other day that Rabbi Yochanan said, it's Rabbi Yochanan that says this halacha, the first halacha, that you could squeeze the grapes and bring them to the Mizbech. And it's, he said it a day ago that when you squeeze grapes for Tahara, for the Mizbech, and he's talking about Nisuch Hayayin, do it less than a Kibetzah. Says the Gemara, you're right, we have to stick that in. By the way, I said you could, you could squeeze them, but just make sure it's less than a kibetzah. The first case, that has to be less than kibetzah. We're talking about, remember, if let's say a person touches another person, or, yeah, he becomes a Rishon, so the Risha and a person touched the, the, the grape. What happens? The mashkim, liquid, we always say it goes back upwards. Remember? Here, mashkim become a Risha. You see how this, this yellow line? So even though it's a Shani, a Risha makes a Shani, even though it's a Shani, it becomes a Risha. The mashkim becomes a Shani, a Risha. So that's why he said, be very careful, do less than a kabeta. Because less than a kabeta doesn't have the ability to be metama. Because if they had the ability to be metama, would make the Damascus a Risha. But Risha in Davila it can make a Shani. And a Shani is no good because a Shani turns into a Risha. But in this case of our Gemara, we're talking about that the grapes touched a Shani. What could a Shani do? The, 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 sorry, the, the Shani touched the grape and the grape became a Shlishi. Shlishi is finished. They don't have the ability to be metama. They don't have the ability to be metama, so I don't have to worry how, much, how, much, how, much, how many grapes you have. They don't have the ability to make that liquid anything. Have a wonderful day. Rabbi Isaiah, have a wonderful Shabbos. Motzei Shabbos, 7.30. Have a great day. Hashtag,